Hello, travelers. I am Morgan, your host and dungeon master for this amazing podcast, where myself and our players are weaving together a fantastic story for your enjoyment. Before we get started, I want to send a special shout out to our partners at Underground Oracle Publishing and our new partners at Describe. You of Publishing are talented creators who make fantastic content for D&D 5e, ranging from anywhere from subclasses to new races and other elements for your game to even adventures. Their creations are literally a boon for dungeon masters everywhere. Describe.com, spelled D-S-C-R-Y-B, offers over 7,000 scenes of places, monsters, and spell descriptions, and the list keeps on growing. Whether you're a new DM in the hot seat or an experienced master of games, Describe can help you prep amazing scenes and descriptions, creating the perfect mental images for your players. And on a personal note, I've really grown to love the visuals that they have offered for me and my players. If you're looking to up your scenes at your table, head over to Describe.com and feel free to use our code MINDFLAYED at your checkout and you will earn 10% off your first subscription payment. And finally, I'd like to share that almost all the music and sounds that you hear are provided by either Arcane Anthem or Tabletop Audio. As always, before we get started, let's introduce our cast. Hey everybody, my name is Jake. My handle is D20Deputy. You can find me on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, pretty much everywhere. Um, I am the DM of a group called Death by D20, and I love Liquid Death. Liquid Death, the greatest water that ever existed. It will murder your thirst, but it won't murder you. Hi, my name is Justin. I'll be playing the Fire Genesee Warlock of Jace. My social media handle is Giga Conduit. Hello, everyone. My name is Jonesy. I run a group called Hard Knock Dice, a live stream. You can find us on Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, all that good stuff at Hard Knock Dice. I'm going to be playing Vernalox Summerstone, the Dragonborn Cleric. Hi, I'm Kylie. Uh, you can find me at various social medias at history underscore Kylie, and I play the Aarakocra Ranger Aka Lightfeathers. And I don't have anything to plug. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's get these dice a rolling. Last time, as our heroes delved deeper into these Underdark, they found themselves gathering their nerve along with Klar, and they followed after the Displacer Beast that had fled deeper into the tunnels, hoping to find whatever it was that had controlled the beast. As they moved, they could hear voices in their head, whispering, trying to terrorize them forced them to flee, which they pushed past and moved deeper towards the clanging of hammers. Unsure of what awaited ahead of them, they followed the sounds and as the stone walls bend and weaved down the corridors till eventually they entered a chamber that had been recently built by the dwarves themselves as a place of rest in between work. But inside the room, the dwarves that they found, the miners, were sitting completely still, 
unmoving. At first, it almost seemed like they were dead. But after using some talents, they were able to verify that they were, in fact, still breathing. Calling to the dwarves only caused the miners to stand and turn towards our heroes and charged ferociously, almost as if they had no mind of their own, forward towards the group. Battling the stout stone workers, our heroes did their best to defeat them without killing them. And when the fight was over, only one dwarf remained unbreathing. Our band of void hunting mercenaries stood over, over the unconscious lot, regaining both their breath and composure. But as they looked around, something was off. Abdiel stands silent, unmoving, with eyes as black as night. His friends calling to him, their voices falling on deaf ears. As we come to this moment, we see Abdiel staring down the tunnel, ignoring those around him. Abdiel. Abdiel. Should I shoot him? No, don't shoot Wait. him. Jesus. I mean, that's the, the last time this happened. I'm going to um, just slap his face lightly. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop you. Don't get near him. He could cut you in half. That's why I asked if I should shoot him, because I can oh, go far away. Try other means before we do that. I'm going to speak directly into his mind. I'm going to use my uh, telepathy to talk talk to uh, hopefully Abdiel or whatever might be inhabiting him. Yep. All right. And as you get ready to do that, Abdiel, moments ago, you were in the middle of a fight. And suddenly you heard a familiar voice that has been plaguing your group since your conflict with the Displacer Beast. In your mind, Paladin, there is so much to be gained if you just bend and follow my command. And you can feel its words seeping in like water through a broken glass. I need you to give me a wisdom save. This is in the middle of the fight, just so you guys know. This I got is... an 11. Oof. Yeah. And this, as as you hear the voice and the fighting's going on all around you, everything begins to fade. The clinging of swords, the axes, the shouts from your friends, the voices of your enemies. And it says to you, I'm your friend. And these people you came here with, they are the real threat. They brought you down here so they can kill you. And you feel its tendrils seeping into your mind, wanting you to turn on your friends. But there's something else inside your mind, something else inside you that begins to boil upward. And you hear another voice calling to you. Though it's not words, it's more of emotions and images and something deep within you, your own internal dark center, it begs you to ignore this new friend. 
you get the feeling that it's trying to tell you it's a lie. It claims that this voice will lead you to ruin. But if you trust it, then you can return to your allies. What do you do? Which voice do you listen to? The voice deep in your dark center? Or the voice that's telling you that these are not your friends? Can I listen to neither of them? At the moment, it, they're, they're pulling you. They're ripping your mind to shreds as they each have a strong grasp. And it's really up to you to let go of one or the other. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go with the one that's inside me because it had the answer all along. <laughs> the, answer was friend, the answer was friendship. And at that moment, as you let, if you, as you kind of like push the, the tendrils out of your mind and grabbing the darkness, as it starts to pull you in deeper, you hear another voice come through. Abdiel, oh, not, not Abdiel, sorry. Vernalax. Abdiel, can you hear me? At first, you hear static, just like dead, silent air, and like a little bit of static in his mind, as if it's empty. But Abdiel, you hear, you hear Abdiel's voice. Abdiel, you hear Vernalax's voice, almost like an echo from a really far off place, and suddenly you snap out of it you're back with everybody you all see Abdiel begin to shake his head and as he looks at you guys you all notice that his eyes are still black as well as veins down his neck through his arms seem to be black as well as if they sprouted through his body and a chill picks up around him. Almost as if death lingers around him. Abdiel? Abdiel, you're fine. You, you, you're you, as far as you know. Spooky. I think that Akka, especially because of the, the interaction prior to the narration, Akka, who has her, who had her bow and was arguing with Vern, um, the moment she sees the the black eyes and the she she uh, readies her bow, and she's like, "Abdiel, is that you? Because I swear on all that is holy that if it's not you, I will shoot you." Yes, Akka. Why why would you think it's not me? Uh, does somebody have a mirror? Abdiel, your checks inventory. My sword can probably reflect things, right? Yeah. Okay. You guys can find a way I'll, to reflect. I'll take it. my sword out and just show him. And Abdiel, you see your eyes black, as as black as the night itself, with no moon out. And you also notice that a lot of your veins seem to have blackened as well, going down your neck into your arms. And as you see it, you do feel this strange anger inside you, this emptiness that wants to be filled. And I want you to know that for the time being, you have reckless, you become reckless for when you're in combat. Your first attack made against enemies in an encounter has advantage. And the first attack against you also has advantage. 
and also for the time being, because you've accepted help from this darkness, you have hallucinations, um, strange visions, and sourceless whispers that occasionally tug at your perception. So you will have disadvantage on perception checks for the time being, because you're constantly hearing things talking in your mind, whispering. Every so often you see shadows move that shouldn't be moving. That's not new. <laughs> I think uh, Akka looks over at um, Vern and goes, do, do you trust him? That's a good question. Should we trust you? I don't see why not, Vern. Can I make an insight check against Abdiel? Of course you can. Can I also make an insight check? Of course you can. 22. It's still me, guys. It's still Also me. 22. Wow, both of you are nice. So, Abdiel, is that is that your final answer? It's still me, guys? It's still me? It's still me. <laughs> you guys get the sense that as far as Abdiel is concerned, he believes you guys are still safe with him. He doesn't he doesn't think he there's anything pulling at him in a negative way. If if Vern says he's good, Aka lowers her her bow and sheaths the arrow. Goes okay. Out of curiosity. Out of curiosity, Clar, what are you thinking as this? This you you've not really been around this group long enough to see this or understand what's going on. You just see Abdiel in the middle of a fight just stop moving as he turns around his eyes are black as night. His friends don't know how to react to him at first. How, what is your take as the newcomer to this group? Yeah. Well, I think on top of I think on top of all that, too, we just got done fighting a bunch of people that I trusted, but that were had solid black eyes and were being controlled, acting weird, being controlled by this entity, right? So I think I think I'm very hesitant, very hesitant. Burns going to go around the group uh, one by one and excluding Abdiel we'll say into each of your minds it'll all be the it won't all happen at once because i can only speak to one at one at a time but it'll be the same message of stay, stay vigilant keep your eyes on him now you say the group do you do you include clara in that or just your tight knit group i do okay so you each get that message i, th I think my passive insight is high enough probably to sense that clara's feeling uneasy about the entire situation too yeah if you're all right to continue, then up to you. And everyone else is as well. No one's hurt too bad. Yeah. Let us, uh, let's continue. There is certainly a darkness down here that we need to deal with. Indeed. Yes. You say that again. <laughs> um, is your messaging one way? Uh, you can speak, you can reply to me if I, if I okay. send you a message. Um, while we're... Well, as we start walking, gonna ask, do you have something that can cure that? Do you think? I could, but uh, my spirit is growing weary down here. Uh, out of character, I'm uh -huh, getting low uh -huh. on spell slots. Yeah, I, I got you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will need to conserve every bit of energy that I have left for whatever may lie beyond these doors, DM. 
walls. Mm -hmm. <laughs> These walls, yeah. Yeah, walls. Yeah. Just, just out loud, I'm going to be like, great. And as you guys kind of secure these dwarves, so that way if they do come to, they can't chase down the hall after you. You guys notice that the banging once again picks up down the tunnels. But this time, it's much louder, which means you guys are much closer now. And as you guys start to move towards the, the sound, towards the tunnel where the sound is, you all feel a strange breeze flow down past you towards the sounds ahead. A breeze that should not exist this deep down. It's just almost like it's pulling you in, like come come deeper. It's and Clara, you know that generally there's not like pockets of air like this, just a pull, you know. Okay. It does feel unnatural. And honestly, Vernalax and Clar, as you guys are all feeling this, you each feel a sense of urgency run through you. You don't hear any words, but that breeze that shouldn't exist, mm -hmm. it feels to both of you as if Bahamut is pulling you to move faster and move forward. You can't, you don't know how you know, but you both It's not get something that. that's scary. It's something that's like, uh, it lends a, a sense of urgency. Yeah. It hits you, yeah, it hits everybody else. Everybody else is like weird. Clar at first, you're like, what is that? And then all of a sudden, you feel that sense just kind of sink in as you guys feel that message being put in your minds. I think because Aka doesn't know that it uh, doesn't get the, this feeling that um, uh, Clar or Vern is getting, I think she's just like, she stops and just stamps her foot and is like, <gasps> Why is all of this so weird? Ah! Just gotta kill whatever it is and just get out of here. Yes, I agree with Akka. Sure. We should kill whatever it is and get out of here. <laughs> Insight check on Abdiel again. Go ahead, roll. Ooh, terrible. Twenty-one or thirteen. Got twenty-one. Abdiel, what does it mean to you? I'm the best. I'm I'm the best friend you've always <laughs> wanted. That's what Vernalax gets. What does uh, Jace's twenty-one get him? I'm I am I am large man who wants to kill things. <laughs> Jace, who, who wants who who Jace knows hits things hard. It makes sense. There you go. All right. We're near, near a like, we'll just... wall, right? What's up? We're near a wall, right? You guys are in a chamber. It's like a, a chamber that was carved out by these dwarves to kind of act as like a, an area of rest in between shifts. It's kind of like a break Sweet. room. So real Sweet. So real quick, I'm going to take out my sword and put I trusted and write I trusted my friends on the floor. <laughs> just like as a tomb. That way huh. people know huh. how we died. All right. <laughs> you all. Does does Aka see this? Yes, you, of course. He's doing it in front of all of you. <laughs> I yeah, can see it. She picks up a rock and like hucks it at you, and she's like, "Okay, okay, okay, okay." 
Parker. Yes? Do you think you can sneak ahead? Maybe get a glimpse of what is in there? Yeah, I can. I, um, uh, out of character, I have no second level spell slots, so I cannot pa uh, cast Pass Without Trace unless that is still going from earlier. How long does it last? Well, that's an hour, hour doesn't it? An hour. Yeah. We should technically still be in it. Maybe. I'm not going to lie. I have no clue. I, I don't know yeah. how long it's been. Yeah, I don't remember the last time you cast it. I cast it right before, like, as we were traveling down the tunnel and we started hearing the um, the clinking. Like, right before oh, yeah. we got that, that was, to the chamber. That was a little while ago. So, we'll be getting close to the end of the hour, then. I would say it's probably already been because you got to mind you when when you're doing that. Yeah, I would say you're getting close to an hour. It's you probably might still have it up for a few more minutes. Okay, so then if that's the case, I will um, I will look over at you, Vern, and say, okay, my stealthy magic that keeps me from being seen by nasties is still around. Um, Very well. Be safe and maybe this will help. And Vern will snap his fingers and use eyes eyes of night. And he'll give uh five willing creatures, which is all of you guys. Uh dark your dark vision will extend out to uh three hundred feet. Okay. Nice. So I will roll stealth then. Alright, give me a stealth roll. Guidance. Okay, what's guidance? Um, Add a D4. Gives you a D4, yeah. Okay. Nice. 19, 12, 13, so 23. 23. Nice. Not bad at all. And you begin to... Well... Good? Well, it, I, I said it. You, you say not bad at all, but I roll... A nine. Like... Well, I rolled a nine. I normally I have a plus seven to stealth. Oh so. yeah, you will roll. You rolled a two then. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, look at that. You rolled a two, and with guidance, you still ended up with a twenty-three. I know. Okay. So that means the yeah, damn. That's pretty. It's still really good. All right. <laughs> so as you begin moving out of this chamber ahead of the group and moving far forward uh, down the tunnel. How far ahead are you guys allowing Akka to get ahead of you? I'm going to try to keep her within 30 feet if I can. Okay. Same. So you guys see her move, and then you guys each begin following at a distance. Akka, it only takes a few more minutes of traveling, and you can feel that your um, Pass Without Trace is getting ready to wear off. Mm -hmm. But as you feel that end of that magic getting ready to, to hit you come to the corner and you look around and you can see this chamber where this and this is where the sound is coming from it is a large circular chamber about 90 feet in radius and ahead of you you see uh steps leading up to two higher floors like one floor and then more steps leading up to another floor 
right? On the ground level where you're currently coming in ahead of you, you can see standing those two, you've seen these before, those two hideous gray-skinned cannibals with no eyes from a couple nights ago. Okay. You also notice two displacer beasts kind of stalking on the ground. None of them are, like, paying attention. The displacer beasts seem to be watching the entrance. The eyeless creatures seem to just be standing there, unmoving. But behind them on the second level, near the stones, you can see three well-armored dwarves. And on the, on the final level the, above that, you see four dwarves continuously pounding at this wall in the back. And it looks like they've broken through quite a bit already. And that's what you see as you just kind of peek around the corner. Okay. So... Um, you can't see everything on the second level, just so, you know, the third level, I guess it's to say, because, you, you know, parts of it is hidden away from the way, the angle you are in here. Yeah, um, just to get, so you described that, um, just for Aka purposes, um, would I be able to fly up? Oh, yes. This, this is a rather large chamber, and it has, okay. it's about 90 feet in every direction, even, even towards the ceiling. Okay. Okay. So I take it all in. Uh, I'll ask her telepathically what she sees. Oh, I I relay it back and also go. It's bad. Just bad. I am so low on magic, Vern. Uh, I'm so tired, and there's so many things that we have to kill. DM, how, how big is the entrance to this, uh, to where we're at? Hold on real quick. As Akka's saying that to you, you both hear in your heads, then leave. And Akka, as you hear that voice from out, <laughs> out of the shadows in the chamber, you see almost glide something before you, horror made flesh. It is a humanoid with slick, mottled skin, the color of a bruise. It's very purplish, the skin. And in place of its mouth, you see a cluster of tentacles writhing around. And this being is draped in dark robes, stitched of some strange leather hide. And it seems, like I said, to float rather than walk. And as they come out and you hear the voice in your head, their gaze falls upon you even though you know you're hidden in the shadows and they shouldn't be able to see you but they just look right through you and you feel that all too familiar presence once more from earlier the same voice and you now have a face for that voice as the pain in your head nearly overwhelms as he just seems to get louder in your mind both of you and it severs the connection between you and Vernalax. Oh, the moment that I cannot hear Vern, Akka turns heel and runs as, like, quietly and fast back to, back to as, Vern. As you're running, as you're running back, I need you and Vernalax to both give me a wisdom save. God! <laughs> Rut row. 27. Oh, thank God, a dirty 20. 
you guys both feel this energy pulse in your mind and you guys take six points of psychic damage as it almost it seems to blow up a few of your blood vessels in your mind you guys hear Vernalax just like wince in pain and you see blood come out of his his nose as Akka comes tumbling down the hall I get my hammer out I'm, what's Akka what's what's wrong <laughs> I don't even think Akka can get it out. She's she's crying. She's like, there's there's so many. Akka, leave! Get back here now! Bad things. Ready yourselves. Akka's there. She came back. <laughs> Is this thing chasing after Akka? You don't know. Wait, yeah, Akka ran back. She ran back. She ran back, and she was telling you guys what you know, trying to tell you. So I'm gonna use. I'm gonna use lay on hands to heal myself back to full. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Akka comes in and uh, is a mess. She's like shaking, like like um. This is like, yeah. If 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 it was cold or anything, you'd suspect that like, oh, she's just like cold. But no, like it's this is like pure, like she might have yeah. saved on that wisdom save, but it like the amount of bad in the chamber um and just knowing how how damaged we all are and like all this like energy we've expelled already <laughs> she's like guys this is gonna be so bad so i get out my gun <laughs> what <laughs> and as as you guys are as aka comes back down and she's like telling you how bad it is you all once again hear this voice in your head and it is not a whisper it is loud. Every chance I gave you to leave, and every chance you have squandered, perhaps you are all too eager to die at the hands of these pitiful creatures. It will be interesting to see none the less. And with that, his voice disappears. And as he says, with that, you hear movement down the tunnel towards you. Are you, Gosh. are you moving back or are you no, guys moving forward? To, I think we have to face this thing. I think I'm going to take some, yeah. take two steps forward and and uh, take up a fighting stance and just say, now is not the time to fear. Bahamut willing, we will defeat this thing. All right. Uh, Abdiel grabs his holy symbol and goes, I don't know what fear means. <laughs> But this thing, whatever it is that scared Akka enough for her to run back, it must die. <laughs> All right, with that, let's go ahead and get your guys' initiative. Okay. I hate mm -hmm. this. And I get out my gun. So I hold out my gun. <laughs> I got a 16. You got a 17. Far, what do you get? Uh, let's see, I got a 9 on the dice. Yeah, so 9. Nine. Yeah. Nine. All right. Abdiel. I got a 14. Right. With that, Where's... you guys don't know what's going on down in the chamber. But what you do see coming through this chamber are the two displacer beasts. Akka, you would be the first one that would get to because you just came running back down the tunnel to talk to the group. 
as these things are charging down. I would who who would be next to Akka? Um, who do you guys think I'm would be next? Yeah, I'm up front. I, I'm I'm gonna be up at the front as well. Alright. So the three of you would be the, the first ones that they would run into, these two displacer beasts. One of them is the injured one from earlier, and it still looks like it's not fully recovered, but the other one looks fresh and hungry. Um, okay. As it charges up, Aka, the, the injured one, is going to focus on you. Ooh, 14 plus 4 is 18. Oh, yeah, that's going to hit. And the second attack will be a 17. Oh, yeah, that's going to hit. Both tentacles just like, as this thing's charging up, you just see the tentacles as it just kind of sprints, bounces off the wall and leaps towards you, and the tentacles kind of come out like whips, fuck, fuck, and hit you, each dealing, or one dealing nine points, the other one dealing eight points of damage to you. Okay. Abdiel, you are right next to it. So, and it is attacking your friend. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, I'm I'm yeah. angry. I smack mm -hmm. it real hard. Um, for, oh, 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 22. 22 hit. hits. And I'm so angry, I'm going to use my last second level spell slot. And I'm going to smite it. Because it deserves to die. Okay, it's going to take 15, and then it's going to take another... 3d8. Been so long. Oh, good. Okay, so that's another 19, so 34 points of damage. Yeah, it takes 34. 34 points of damage. points of damage as you see this thing lash out at Akka and striking her. Fump, fump. You, anger filling you. Just those eyes seem to, the blackness in your eyes seem to almost not glow, but just extend outward, covering more of your face as the rage overtakes you. And you, knowing hit this thing and do a massive amount of damage you actually cut off one of its tentacles that are sticking out and 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 i think you guys like hear something and you're like what is that and then it takes you a second to register that it's the sound of abdiel la laughing he's become like a crazed battle maniac and and he's just like He's, he's laughing and reveling in the destruction that he's causing to this creature. Man. Akka's, like, just, like, looking at Abdiel going, like, oh my god, what is I this? can see Akka at first, like, like happy to see Abdiel step in, severing one of the tentacles, but then as she hears the laughter and sees his face, just turn from, like, a, ah, to, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's a whole thing. Akka's trying to keep it together. <laughs> Well, the one that you, the, the second one is going to attack you, Abdiel, as it sees that you have jumped in between them and their prey, because it was coming after Akka as well. And he has advantage against you, and even with the advantage, I rolled a one and a seven with his first attack. So that does not hit, but the second attack is normal. And of course, that one hits. I roll, I know that's going to hit, because it's a natural 18. Well, maybe not. 22. That, that, there you that go. Because I don't have shield of faith. All right, there you go. So that one will hit you, and you will take nine points of damage as the second tentacle. The first tentacle, you, in the middle of your crazed laughter, just kind of swat away. 
but as you do, you kind of leave yourself open as the second one kind of catches you right underneath, uh, right above the armor around your neck, catching you right in the neck and just kind of slicing you, and you blood starts to pour out. Okay. And you guys notice that where it hits the blood, it's it's still red, but it's a much deeper red, more so than even normal. It almost looks black. It's somewhere between red and black, his blood at the moment. Just so you guys are aware. With that, its turn is over, and Jace, it is your go. As this thing, as both these things have gone, one of them is easy to be seen because you were able to hit it, uh, uh, Abdiel. But the other one, the one that just struck you, Abdiel, that one, its displacement is currently up. But Jace, you see two of them. One of them. Two of them, both around Abdiel and Akka at the moment. Cool. I'm going to hit the one that Abdiel hit. <clears throat> All right. With an Ilbridge Blast. The first one is a 13. The second one is a 15. And those both hit? Oh, sweet. Nice. Um, so... Ten. The first one. The first one will be enough. Seven. The first one is enough to kill the the one. Give me a second d twenty roll just to see which is higher, the fifteen or the second roll here, because that would be on hitting that other one. Because I'm I'm assuming after you hit the one, you don't want to waste your second eldritch blast. You'd want to try to direct it towards the one that's still standing. Um, am I adding anything to this, or just a straight? Well, no, it would be your attack roll. Just do another attack roll with the Eldritch Blast. I want to see. Oh, okay, okay. Because it would be at disadvantage. That's why I want to see which one's the higher, the fifteen or this. So fourteen. And the fourteen is still enough to hit. So go ahead and roll. Did you already roll the damage? Nine, right? Is what you said. It was a seven. Seven. It was a seven. Seven points of damage. As the as as Abdiel damn near cleaved this first one in half, and you see that it's just limping. One of the tentacles on the ground by Akka's feet, just kind of twitching. You aim, and you unleash your first Eldritch Blast, catching it right in the face, and its face is just blown away. It's The head's still there, but chunks of it is off as it collapses on the ground. Then you turn your attention and hit the second one as well. Anything else, Jace? Um, I'm gonna... I'm not really sure where my positioning is in all this, but I'm gonna sort of, like, strafe a little bit to the left. That way I can get a better angle on it. Kind of hard to strafe because this... Well, you can do a little bit, but... Air, like air quote strafe. Yeah. Just sort of like maneuver around like the, 10 feet. Yeah. and Because you guys are kind of in the tunnel. So parts of this tunnel are wide enough for two, three people to walk. And some parts are just enough for one. You guys are kind of in an area where you it's tight fitting, but you can kind of squeeze next to each other. So you can kind of shift it aside and try to get a better shot on it. That works. Akka, yeah. it is your go. This thing just tore into you. And as it did, your friends quickly dispatch it, but there's still one more that's kind of in front of you or behind you, depending on which way you're looking. Yeah, so Akka pulls out her short sword. Uh, she doesn't say anything. Um, it's She just wants to, to get this over with. So uh, let's see, the first attack. Oh, it's going to be oh, a nat 20, yeah. baby. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so that's going to be 14 crit damage. Nice. Um, against this thing, I'm going to roll one more time. That's going to be a 19 to hit. 19 hits. Uh, great. And that's going to be eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. Um, I can't do jack shit. Okay. Yeah, I, that's that's all. That's all I can do. <laughs> right. You guys hear moaning further down, probably from in that chamber, as if something else is starting to stir. Uh, Vernalax, it is your go. All right. Um, We're missing this one. We can't, but we can't see anything. We just hear it down yeah. at the end of the hole. Yeah, there's still there's one in front of you, and they're in the chamber. Is where they're at. The sounds coming from that chamber. It's probably those uh, Grimlocks, the the blind creatures that are starting to move. Actually, you would know the sound because you woke up in the middle of the night when those things were around the. So yeah, you would know. You'd recognize it. it sounds similar to those creatures that you had encountered that one evening when you were sleeping and woke up. And uh, Akka and Jason told you to be quiet because you were about to reach for your weapons. Right, right. Um, okay, so I'm going to use my action. I'm just going to toll the dead. So uh, on this displacer beast right in front of us, uh, DC 17 wisdom save. Nice. I rolled a nat two, so that is a success for you. Awesome. Nice. Uh, it's going to take two d12 and a chrono. I hope you roll good. Uh, uh, 13. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. 13 necrotic on that. And then... I, I just... A uh, quick reminder of the chamber ahead. You said this chamber, like, went up. Like, it, it, she could, like... Aqua could fly around in this Yeah, chamber, and the, right? the chamber that's, like, maybe 30, 40 feet ahead of you guys is huge. I mean, you she didn't tell you that. You don't know. But, yes, that thing, it's a much larger chamber. It's about 90 feet in every direction. And it has like three, like three, like three stories in a sense. Like the first floor, and then there's like stone steps that lead up to like another platform, and then more that goes up to the, a third platform. But, but we don't. Know yeah, that. you you wouldn't know that yet because Aka didn't have a chance to really tell you, the description of the room. Gotcha. Okay. Um. In that case, I think. I think I'm done. I think that's going to be my turn. All right. With that, you hear armored movement as well in the the chamber ahead. And to you, Clark, it sounds like you know the sound of dwarven armor. You know what it sounds like. You lived in here. It sounds like dwarven armor down the hall moving. Not moving. You don't know if they're moving around in the chamber this way, but you hear movement of that armor. That's that very familiar armor. Abdiel, your go. There's still a creature. There's still a creature in front of you. And he I looks about it. as hurt so as the other one was when it first charged in the, into this battle with you guys. I hate it. I hate it with all, all, every fiber <laughs> of my being. I want it to die. Um, am I still reckless attacking or was it just the first attack? Oh, it's, uh, I, it's, yeah, first, first attack of the encounter, so... Your first attack of the encounter, which was the what you hit the other one. So these are all normal now. Okay, cool. Um, boop, 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 boop. 
Uh, what am I gonna do? I'm just gonna try and hit it. I mean, it's kind of what you do, isn't it? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, you, I just hit stuff. you splatter things. And, uh, you splatter things against the wall. You make you make art. You make uh, wall art is what you do. I do. I do. I make uh, I make wall <laughs> art. Um, I've got to do that real quick. Memento fourth four channel divinity. I have to get clicked in. All good. Okay, so now I'm gonna roll to attack this thing twice. Uh, the first one is a fifteen to hit. That hits. Um, yep. Fifteen hits. Okay, so uh, it's gonna take twenty points of damage. That's a nice solid hit. And then it's not displacing anymore. Nope. So I, and I rolled a nat 20. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So it's going to take a lot of damage. Four of these bad boys. Uh, so he's going to take 28 points of damage. Wait. Oh, wait. 28 or 18? 28, because that's that's just the four dice rolls, then plus ah, my bonus. All right, and that will be enough to cleave it down. Man, you guys messed these things up. Two nat twenties on them. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, there you go. As this thing is kind of trying to get its placement back, Aka stabs it real good. It throws itself back from the pain, leaving itself wide open. You stab and then swirl around with the blade and just cleave its head as it splatters against the wall and once again you've made a masterpiece <laughs> and its body collapses to the ground and you guys have a moment to move forward or move back or stand your ground what are you guys doing actually i'll let clark decide because clark is actually the next in the initiative order. yeah i was gonna say Clara, I, I'll, I, I want to uh i was going to ask akka you know what she saw down there like so that i think that's what i'll do so i'll just turn to akka and before i go running forward i'll say akka what what did you see further down the tunnel um it's a big big room not uh, big enough that i can fly I... comfortably and there's nasty nasty eyeless creatures and there were three other dwarves and a, a really scary guy with tentacly faces. And we, we have to kill them. They're gonna they're gonna ruin I, everything. I agree. When she says tentacle face, uh -huh. Clar, you know, know that is? that is you know that it's a mind flare. Uh -huh. But the thing is, mind flares here have not been active in the way they used to be. In a long time because over 200 years ago their hive mind was killed and they were severed from that and they have been kind of trying to pick up the pieces ever since okay. and for some reason they weren't able to create a new like uh mind to to lead them so for this to be happening seems odd and why why is the mind flare so far south they have they have a like a whole country not country they have a whole civilization further north from here much further north okay you're right Aka. we must defeat these file creatures 
Um, it is odd that one of them would even be in our general vicinity, but whatever that's doing is it's not doing anything good, so we must move forward. And then with that, I'll yeah. start uh, charging down the hall. Yeah, charging down the hall, yeah. And as you get to the end of the hall, you see coming from the chamber towards where you guys are at, you're kind of like right at the opening into the chamber. You see two uh, ugly-looking Grimlocks. They're nasty creatures. You've dealt with them down here. They they work for mind flares usually, or they were released a long time ago and they were corrupted and they turned into these cannibalistic creatures that you guys have constantly had to put down over the years. Yeah, okay. You see two of them moving towards you in the entrance. Um, they're not quite in range yet, but they have started moving. Okay? Got it. With that top of the round oh and also you see in this chamber in front of you on the third platform or the third level um you see a mind flare and he's looking right at you hungrily you also now see the dwarves uh, in front of you and you recognize them the dwarves you recognize them they they were your guards they were your friends they came here with you you, they're your friends, they're your family, in a sense. You even know, you, and these particular three, you know all too well. Okay. Actually, all right, um, where's that? I'm trying to actually have it for you, that's what I want to say. Okay. Cool. Sorry, give me a second. This my, <laughs> because this is important. I had it written down, I can't write it. Ah, where is it? You're going to love this. Oh, yes, here we go. The three that you see in front of you is... Torville, who you recently went to his home to greet his first son into the world. There's also Jensen, who asked you three weeks ago if you'd be his best man at his wedding. Oh my god. Yeah. I... And you see Doran, who just recently finished training to be a scout in the Underdark. And you know his parents, and they're really proud of him. He's a younger dwarf. And these are the three dwarven armored warriors that are on the second platform and they look like they're moving towards the towards the stone steps so and then above that by the mind flare behind the mind flare you see four other dwarves just pounding on the wall non-stop and that's what you see when you when you come into the room okay. and now we're at the top of the initiative now that you know your friends are in here alive or something and we go to good old tentacle head most video game ass shit. What was ever. the name of the uh, third dwarf? <laughs> Will you sacrifice Doran. your friends? Doran. The, the three, there's Tor, Torville, Jensen, and Doran. Got it. All right. Which one is the one that's three days from retirement? Huh. No, three, three, three weeks from, uh, three, in three weeks, or no, sorry, three weeks ago, he was asked to be his best man. No, I'm saying like of the, of the four oh, that okay, you yeah. didn't name, like one of those are three days yeah, from retirement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, with that, now that you're in this chamber and it's this top of the round, you see floating around the mind flare these strange little meteor looking rocks are on fire. And he launches them at you, two of them at you. 
So I need you to make a deck save. Okay. Uh, 18. You do save, so you take half damage from, from the first. Nice. So actually, I think it's... Oh, yeah, you got to roll for each one. <laughs> oh, okay. So the... How many did you want? So that'll be uh, half. You'll take four points of fire damage from the first one. Give me a second save as the second meteor flies towards you. Okay. Melk's minute meteors. Ooh, that's only at 11. 11. That will not succeed. But <laughs> yeah, I rolled low, so you only take five points of damage from that one. <laughs> As, this, as two of these flaming stones just slam into you, kind of like knocking the wind out of you and slamming you against the wall. It definitely burns. definitely hurts. It even catches part of your beard. No. Your beard kind of sizzles a little bit. And that's going to be his turn. And with that, it'll be Jace's turn. You see Clark. He gets the information. You hear Akka tell you that there's a large chamber... And Clark just charges down, and then you hear him make grunting noises as you hear explosive sounds coming from the chamber. What are you doing, Jace? Uh, I guess I'm going in there. <laughs> but, like, not all the way in, like a buffoon. That way I don't get pelted with meteors. He didn't go all the way in. He's actually in the doorway. <laughs> oh, well... Because his dwarven stubby legs couldn't get him all the way into the room. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, still, what I just said, I'm just going to go in there, look around. Do I see the mine flare? Are, are you walking up to the entrance, or are you stopping somewhere in the middle of the tunnel? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm going up to the entrance. All right. Yeah, you go up the entrance. You can see the mine flare on the, on the third level. He's about... Uh, about 80 feet away from you. You also see the dwarves on the second platform and these two ugly creatures that you saw a couple nights ago stomping towards you guys with clubs right in front of you. Cool, cool. So I'm going to go for them. And I'm going to do that with an Eldritch Bliss. That's a smart move. The 10 does... The first one is a 10. And are you kidding me? Does not hit. Dang. Well, that's unfortunate. It hits it, but it just seems to not really hit with an impact you were hoping. Well, that sucks. I'm just going to reload my finger guns and hope I get them oh, next you rolled time. Oh, you rolled a 10 twice. Oh, damn. Yeah. And they're the same. Five. <laughs> of course they are. So you rolled two fives. You got to love it. All right. Yeah, man. So Jace walks up right behind you, like standing over you from behind, and just you see him throw two blasts of energy, one against each, and they hit, and they just seem to take the blows and just growl hey, angrily. Hey, how much movement would that count as? I would say you've moved up probably about uh, 25 feet. Cool, I'm going to like back up huh. one, <laughs> five feet. <laughs> he ducks five feet around the corner, leaving Kalar by himself. You up? Akka. You are yep. bleeding from those wounds from the displacer beast that just struck you. Clar got information from you, took off down the hallway. You hear him take some hits. You see Jace fly off behind him. 
You see his familiar energy pulsate out from him as you know that he's throwing his own Eldritch Blast into the into the chamber. What are you doing? As you are bloodied um, at the moment. I'm I'm gonna run to join Clark. Can I make a history check to to figure out if I know what this tentacle faced entity is? Or would I know? I would say I that Go ahead and give me a history check. I'm not sure if you would have actually known what these are. Uh, no, uh, yeah, history. Yeah. You you recognize that as a mind flare. And a lithid. Okay. And they are nasty creatures. Or they were centuries ago. In recent years, they haven't been so terrible. Most of them, anyways. So, okay. yeah, you, you even find it odd now that you're thinking about it. Okay. So, with that 19, do I know whether or not my shiny sparkle arrow will do extra stuff to it. My radiant damage arrow. To the display, uh, to the mind flare? Mm -hmm. um, you would know that it wouldn't do anything more than what it would do to most things. Like it doesn't take extra okay. damage from radiant. You know that. Okay. So I run up next to Clark. I pull out my bow. I look over at him and I was like, I'm going to kill the tentacle face guy. I need you to protect me from the evil cannibal things. Um, also, cover your ears. And I pull out my bow and I pull out my uh, exploding <laughs> arrow <laughs> and I uh, launch it at it. Let's go. Go ahead. Okay. God. Uh oh. That's a 12. As you fire it up there at him, this exploding arrow, past the three dwarves on the second platform, towards him and the four dwarves that are up there, this exploding arrow, mm -hmm. right as it's about to hit him, it explodes. You just see this explosion. It looks like it hits him. Boom! Okay. And as it fades away, you see this strange glimmer in the air as if something is between him in your arrow. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna... And the explosion, I, you realize as, as you see that, the explosion, it went back towards you guys. It doesn't even look like it went in at all towards him. Okay. Like it hit a wall. Uh, Yikes. Oh. Yeah, wait. I... I grab a regular arrow and I take um, aim at him again. As you fire it, it hits the wall, too. Hits the wall, too. Oh. You see it hits the wall, and it just drops to the ground. I think when that happens, she's like, God! Clark, you... Save us all right now! <laughs> and, Clark, you see this wall just prevent anything from getting through as it hits. Her arrow hits. And you see Akka bloody next to you in full panic mode. Anything else, Akka? Uh, I can't. I can't. Uh, I guess. Would I know that even though my arrows can't go through it, that can I um, hunter mark him at least? You don't know. You might be able to. You can try. Oh, fine. I'm going to. 
expel my last- mm, Actually, no. Nope, nope. I'm gonna wait until I know that I can actually hit him. I can't do anything. That's it. That's it. And, uh, Haka's not, not in a good- not in a good place right now. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and as Akka finishes and she's like, like, shit, 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 panicking, those two blind creatures somehow seem to know exactly where you are, come charging up, and they swing at you, Klar. But actually, one, yeah, and I'm going to say both of them would swing at you because Akka would be behind you shooting with the arrows. Jace ducked back into the, into the wall, and you're just right there in that doorway. So they're swinging, both of them are swinging at you. All right. Sounds good. Here we go. You guys having fun? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. First one, uh, that's going to be a 19. 19 is a hit. Right oh, no. Second one is going to, oh, a natural 19. <laughs> wow. that's All right. And it, you realize as it swings these clubs that they're spiked clubs. Mm. Um, and you take you take five points of bludgeoning okay. and two points of piercing damage from this. Okay. As it smacks into you, the first one. Now the second one, that'll be another five bludgeoning. Okay. My God. And four piercing. Oh boy. Okay. How you look at uh, Not great. Not great. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Nine hit points. <laughs> what? Nine? Yeah. Oh my god! It'll be, oh it'll be shit! Okay. He's been hit. With, yeah, he's been hit with quite a few things. I've mm. got, I've got my second wind. I can uh, do on my turn. Okay. Hold on a second here. Ooh. Now I know there's some other things you can do, <laughs> yeah. but that is totally your call. All right. Uh, with that. You can't just say this. Sure, is, I what, can. What is that? Sure, I, I can. Well, I have Yeah. Are you going to take control of a different dwarf if you die? With that, Vernalax, <laughs> Vernalax, you hear Klar get pelted. You see Jace charge down, unleashing some Eldritch Blast. Akka charges in and starts. You hear her launch two arrows. You hear a loud explosion, and then you hear another arrow get released, and you hear Akka like panicking. Then you hear. The sounds of monsters charge up and Clar once again yell out in pain. What are you doing? Uh, I'm going to charge forward. I am going to uh, run forward right beside Clar. I am going to uh, use my action to uh, do my uh, Twilight Sanctuary. So dim, dim light and like stars and nebulas and different things fill the area around us. Uh, everybody's going to get... Uh, so I don't have to keep interrupting everybody on their turn. He's going to get 11 hip, uh, temporary HP. Oh my God. I just went to the character builder <laughs> for my character. Whoa. Give me a second. So you're getting 11 temp HP. Okay. Uh, that's, uh, that's everybody that's in this within 30 feet of me. So, uh, I don't I think I guess Abdiel would still be there. I, I would I would give it to, yeah I, I, for the sake of all this yes Abdiel would be able to receive the benefit yeah he'd be Thank right you. there on the very edge mm -hmm. so yeah all of my allies will get a let uh, eleven temp HP and then 
I'll see the main culprit above with the uh, the mind flare above me. How far would you say he is away from me? Uh, I, he's about eighty feet from you guys. Shit. Um. Okay. There are two Grimlocks in front of Clara and I. And you also see yeah. you also see three armored dwarves uh, on the second platform. But the doors aren't doing anything, right? No, they're moving towards the steps to come down. Oh. Hey, wait one second. Um, hey, Jake. Yes. Okay, you're awake. <laughs> I get, I get out my gun. Pull out my gun. Vern will pull out the shotgun <laughs> that he got uh, <laughs> from home. Um, no, but. I, I will. I will say that I think I have a plan for the dwarves as soon as they get within thirty feet of me. Um, it, it'll happen at the end of their turn, but it'll it'll happen hopefully. Uh, so yeah, fuck. He's eighty feet away from me. He said Clara's uh, looking really rough, so I am going to. Um, I'm gonna hit him with a good old. I'm so low on spells. I'm gonna hit him with a first level cure wounds. Try to keep him on his feet. Oh no, I rolled so bad. You get okay. seven hit points back. Doing okay. Um, when when Vern comes up, um, Aka says, "There's there's a wall. There's a magic wall. My arrows can't get through." Come down and fight, you coward! <laughs> Anything else for in life? Uh, nope. I think that's it for me. All right. With that, the three dwarves begin moving down steadily down the, the steps, and they reach the bottom, and they're about uh, 40 feet away from you guys at the moment. They'll be here in two more turns. With that, it will be Abdielsko. MDL, you hear your friends. You feel magic pulsate, uh, giving you temporary hit points. What are you doing, good sir? You say that the the dwarves are forty feet away from us. The dwarves are about forty feet away, yes, because they're coming down the steps. And oh, one. There, there's three dwarves that are coming down the steps that are armored. There's two Grimlocks in front yeah, of your group. Yeah. On the 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 third level is where the Mind Flare and the four dwarves that are just pounding on the wall are at. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I run forward towards the dwarves that are coming. You would have to get us. past the Grimlocks. Mm, I run right up to the Grimlocks. <laughs> and I use my action to release my Necrotic Shroud and I need all of them to make me a charisma. Uh, your friends are near you as well. I don't know. Okay, care. so all of you have to make it as well. Okay. So, what do they got to make? Tell us what. So I still have two up because I'm around the corner. Yep. A charisma saving throw, but you guys also get a plus two on your charisma save. So that'll be a 15 total for the plus two? Yeah. yeah. Uh, 21 plus two, 23. I got uh, nice. 18. I'm like terrifying and inspiring at the same time. I got a 17. Y'all are good. Let's see how they do. Now, question. What causes yep. this fear? Is it the sight of you? 
Yes. They can't see you. Uh, and not only that, but... it actually it doesn't say. It just says once per long rest as an action, you can transform, causing all creatures within ten feet of you to make a Christmas saving throw, or be frightened of you until the end of your next turn. But I guess the frightened condition is predicated on something being able to see you, because in fifth edition, frightened and they sent the says, bad vibes. <laughs> Frightened says, um, uh, a frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within line of sight. But if they don't have sight, yeah, then it doesn't work. No idea what the it doesn't give them that. But it also secondarily says a creature can't willingly move closer to its source of fear. So can they just not move closer? I mean, they're us? already up on you guys. Yeah, I'm proud of that. Yeah. They're already engaged with Klar, so. It's that's less less associated with why yeah. I'm doing it. I just want the extra. <laughs> you charge up, and you unleash your fury. Now, you guys have seen this happen before, but I will say, it's a little bit different this time. And I will let Abdiel decide how different and what's different about it from the corruption that is in you right now. Oh, it's 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 way cooler. It's cooler this time. Um, there's more like black smoke and more scariness than you're used to and it's like whoa and his like you're very used to Abdiel's sword glowing with this like bright divine burning light and that's what hurts the enemies but right now it's just like cloaked in just blackness like this bright glowing red blade seems like it's got black smoke rolling off of it. And then he goes and runs up and goes to cut into one of the Grimlocks. Um, and he gonna he gonna swang. Here we go. That's a that's gonna that's gonna be oh actually is this a new combat? It's just, it's still it's, it's same extended. same combat, but an eleven does hit. Oh, great. That's uh, going to take 21 points. And you cleave this thing in two as you bring your sword. And you guys see as the black and red of the blade just cut into it. And you, it almost looks like the black reaches out from the blade and just digs in as it just rips through the entire stomach, severing this thing in half. And it topples over the first one. And then I attack the second one. Uh, 15 to hit. 15 will hit, yeah. It takes 20... Yeah. Know, It'll kill it. <laughs> nope, no, once, once on your turn. Okay, so it just takes... Still kills it. These guys were not super powerful. Okay, I cut them in half. Yeah, you just... Again. <laughs> cuts each actually it's just it looks like to you guys like one swing as it just hits boom and like abdiel's just massive size and strength the blade doesn't even seem to like like slow down or stop like as it hits the first body just cuts clean through it and then carves into the second one and they both just kind of flop to the ground dead i did it that's the end of my Did anybody fail their saving throw, by the way? 
No, they yeah. all made it. Oh, it's magical. Sweet. Nice, yeah, it's only DC nice. 13. It's very low DC. All right. With that, Klar, you see as these things start pounding into you, Abdiel just charges right past you, slamming into them, unleashing this energy of fear, which you are able to just push right through. And he carves these two Grimlocks in half. Now in front of you, at the bottom of the, of the first steps, set of steps, are those three friends of yours. At the top is, you know, your familiar new friend who's been in your head all day, uh, staring, looking. What are you doing? Oh, boy. Um, is there a way that I can get to the third level, like, without having to engage these three dwarves? There is a way. There is a way. Okay. <laughs> um, how many, how, how far would I have to run? Hold on. You guys be quiet. I'm, I'm going to message Lumi oh, okay, in here. Okay, okay, okay. I got you. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> okay. Um, I think... Yeah. That that relationship yeah. is the way that you could make it to that third okay. floor. You don't have to. No, no. I'm I, just telling you. Get it. That, when you said it, yeah, <laughs> that's why I was like, there's a way. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to turn to... I'm going to turn to Akka. And, uh, and sort of the others uh, uh, gathered here. Um, and I'm, and I'm going to say, Akka, listen, whatever you do, don't let Abdiel, don't let Abdiel hurt these three. They, they're just under a spell. They've done nothing wrong. Even if they try and hurt you, you have to, you have to make sure that they survive. Yeah, of course. Nobody's gonna die. Well, the bad, the, the, the nasties will, but no. I, I figured these were your friends. They are. These, these folks are very, very important to me, very close to me. And, uh, okay. with that, I'm going to, um, just start sprinting at, like, basically in a straight line towards the the mind flayer um and as i get a couple of steps away uh you can see my uh, shoulders start to swell and i'm start to get taller um and in just a, a couple you moments uh the dwarven form that you are looking at turns into a large silver scaled dragon that what? that happens in an August what? what in the holy yes as what? as Clark charges what? forward what? Hold up. 
Hold a up. glimmer fills the air around him like a mirage, but it resolves and changes into something quite real. If if you guys hadn't seen this with your own eyes, you wouldn't believe it was possible. Where once was Clar the dwarf is now a proud silvery beast before your gaze that gazes down at this mind flare. He turns to you, bows his head slightly. As it does, you can see several draconic runes engraved deep into his scales around his neck, as well as several blue gems embedded in his hide and wings. His muscles are as thick as hay bales and twisted under scales that shimmer like fish skin. Uh, you see his silvery wings flex out and they almost seem to reflect the color of the sky. Aka, looking at how beautiful his wings are, it almost makes you feel like you're outside. The dragon's face has jaws that is big enough to eat any of you whole. But you, sp you spy a smile as he sees your guys' reactions. <laughs> and what does Klar I... in his dragon form do? I am going to, um, so I take that, you know, uh, first couple of, uh, flaps of my wings and I'm going to fly straight out in the mind player and, uh, hit him with, a hit him with a breath weapon. So, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I'm going to try and uh, I'll exhale a paralyzing gas in a 30-foot cone. Um, each creature in the area, which is just the mind player, unless there's some other piece of information that I... Oh, the, well, the other, there are uh, the other four dwarves other that are dwarves. working. Okay, yeah. So I'm sure you're fine with stopping yeah, them. Yeah, they have to make a DC 14 constitution saving throw. The dwarves fail. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I just rolled really... I just rolled one roll for them. Okay. And I didn't feel like rolling for each one of them. Uh, and let me see what his thing is. What's the DC? The DC is 14. And it's... Which one is it? Constitution. Constitution. He rolled a natural 15, but he has no bonuses. Uh -huh. Well, he has, he has one, plus one, so it's a 16. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I... I think that's all I get then. If he succeeded the, if he succeeded the Constitution saving throw, um, as he, as you guys see him fly up, flapping his wings, filling this entire chamber, pretty much. By the way, just barely, the chamber's just barely big enough to, for him to to move up in, and he unleashes this breath weapon. And as it, part of the weapon, the gas that comes from his mouth hits this wall that you guys can see. That's kind of encompassing around him for like 10 feet and but it goes over and down as well into the area hitting him and these dwarves and all the dwarves as they're cling cling they all just stop their hands frozen in air and he just looks at you and you guys for the first time see fear on his face in his big bulbous eyes <laughs> he was not expecting okay. that. And with that, we were at the top of the round. But what do you want to say, Akka? <laughs> no, so, so, Akka sees this. Um, I mean, I can do this on my turn as well. But 
you said that it went over a wall? There is a wall, yes. Of there, you you couldn't see the wall; it's invisible. But as the the paralyzing right. gas hit the wall, you can see it kind of going over and into the chamber, in, into there. So there's a wall that's like blocking things from hitting him directly in front of him. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, no. All right. Okay. With that though, as he sees you and it's his go, he oh, is God. going to cast dominate monster. On Clar. No! <laughs> I need you. <laughs> I need you to make a wisdom save. Okay. <laughs> um. I'm guessing uh, ten is not going to be good enough. No. <laughs> And he he tells you, go with them, kill them. That's what you hear in your head, and your mind is fighting it. And you guys see for a moment as Clar suddenly turns his gaze at you guys. And as he does, you see the mind flare, the mind flare slink and pull and dip back into the shadows as he looks like he's trying to flee. Okay. Right, and he disappears from, from your view. With that, Jace, it's your go. You see three dwarves moving towards you, but more astonishingly, you see a giant silver dragon, something which, by the way, is extremely rare to ever see. Drakes are one thing, dragons or another. And even for Abdiel, this is a rare sight. There's not many dragons that show themselves up here in the clouds. What are you doing, Jace? Did I say Abdiel? I meant Vernal Axe, by the way. If I said Abdiel, I meant Vernal Yeah. Oh, okay. Dolly. I don't know why. Real laugh dragon. <laughs> Gee, Dolly and I, is. Uh, and I snap out of that. <laughs> And uh, turn my attention to the dwarves. You said there's three of them coming at us right mm -hmm. now. Cool, 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 cool. They're they're paralyzed. No, no, the, that's the four miners that are at the top that were working on the wall. The, the three on the bottom oh, so. were on the bottom floor. So. Gotcha. Cool. So I had an Eldritch Blast. Uh, 18 for the first one, 21 for the second. All right, you hit each one. How much damage do you do? There's nothing. I, there's nothing I can say make these non-lethal no, there. They're, uh, no. No. Okay. Well, I tried. All right. The first one hits. Boom. Uh, he takes it, but he keeps on moving forward. Uh, six for the first one. Five for the second. Is it on the same person or on a different person? Oh, sorry. Uh, these two blasts would be, I guess, for the for, for the same guy. Same guy. Are you? So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, six damage for the. What's up? All right, let's see here. He, they're wearing armor, aren't they? They are wearing armor. Yeah, they're wearing armor. Does, these blasts are st you can't say, Matt, oh, I'm going to use a, 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 a magic spell that can that is done for killing. Oh, <laughs> or yeah, or non-killing blow. All right. Yeah, fine, fine. I'll do, I'll do one and then 
the other. Yeah, you already said it. You already said it. All right. <laughs> I need you. Pick a number. I'm going to roll to low. Because I did six damage and five damage. I need you to roll. Not roll. I need you to pick a number between one and three. Are you serious? Um, Between one and uh, one, I guess. One. Clar. Yeah. These people that you came in here with, who you were just told to kill, you see them strike down Torville. Mm. The one, Which one's the one who just Not greeted his first son into the world. You see, yeah. you see Jay strike him down mercilessly, mercilessly. God damn it. And you, Aka, see Jace unload, not expecting his blows to kill, but the dwarf collapses to the ground. What are you else are you doing, Jace? <laughs> <laughs> Screaming at, at Jace. Uh, 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 oh my god. Well, what can you do, man? Um, <laughs> he's gonna back sometimes up. Things just happen, yeah, right? Man. Sometimes you just do a murder. This is what happens when you play a video game. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna. He's gonna take 15 feet back, man. Yeah. I don't know. I got a question. Is that what Jace is gonna say to the mother of the child who's just became, you know, fatherless? That's what happens when you play video games. You kill people. <laughs> that ain't my problem till it's my problem. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Is that it, Jace? Um, no, I said like 15 feet back. Yeah. You, you see Jace as he does that. You see. I mean, and the in the dragon game, I I cringe like. Ooh. Yeah, you as you cringe, you look up and you see that Clar is staring at you with fury in his eyes, and then you take fifteen feet back into the tunnel. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, he only said. Well, I just want to say, A, it was an accident. B, you only you told Aka to make sure that Adiel didn't kill anybody. Have to worry about you. <laughs> Yeah, well, Aka, it is your go. We don't want him God, I look at Vern and say, you have to help him. I launch up and start flying towards where the uh, Mind Flayer like, was roughly going. Um, I, you said it's on the third floor? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to have, in order to even remotely get up there, I'm going to have to take a dash um, by flying. And so I think that I, yeah, I take a dash to get up there um, to be, you know. You're also right, right by Klar, who has begun to turn back towards all of you. I, there's not a way that I can use my because I with with a dash that's a hundred feet of movement so there's not a way that I can sort of angle myself to not be in his reach I mean for you to fly up because he takes up a big part of this chamber in the top as it is and fly over the wall because it's 90 feet up and then you know 90 feet forward across the way he was 80 feet away so you'd be able to 
probably move in a way to where you're not directly in comp you know, touching him, but he can easily get to you because you're up here, is what I'm saying. I'm not saying you're I'm not saying you're in his, you know, range to where he can hit you if you leave it at this moment, but he's flying and you're flying and this chamber is only ninety feet tall. Yeah. So just I want I you to be aware of that, that's all, as you're flying up. Yeah, no, I, I think that this is too important, mm -hmm. and if my my history check was good enough, I know that, like, I gotta kill this Mind Slayer, because he's the one calling the shots right now. So, mm -hmm. that's what I do. I gotta, I, I yell at, I yell at, um, Vern to help the one that Jace killed. Um, well, he, he knocked and... him down. We don't know if he's dead. We just, you know. Well, it doesn't matter. So which one is it? Did I kill him or did I just knock him out? No, no, I'm saying he's down. You know, you hit him and he's dropped. Yeah. As, I mean, as far as... So, Akka... So, this to give you just a piece of into Akka's brain right now. Klar asked her to make sure that none of these dwarves were killed because they were important to him. And Akka understands that. Like, on a deep personal level. He then turned into a dragon and uh, murked his own friends. Well, <laughs> no. it's fine. He didn't murk his own friends. <laughs> Not worried about it. They're passed out. They're paralyzed. He dropped the paralyzing. Yeah. He was trying to paralyze the mind flare and the, the miners at the top mm -hmm. to prevent them from working on the wall. He paralyzed the miners, but the mind flare was able to resist. Yeah. So, so she sees that and whatever like happened with the mind flare she knows that that he that the the mind flare has to die there's no other way in order to like stop all of this so she's got to fly she's the only one she's the person who can get up there the fastest so she's not even really thinking about it aside from like we got i've got to end this faster sooner than later mm -hmm. So that's what that's what she does. She flies, sort of a, a jig jaw, in order to get up. And there. as you get up there, you can see him looking around from a corner. As it's like right off to the side, like looks like a, another tunnel going away. Like he's trying to flee down that tunnel, uh, realizing that he's overmatched. And he looks back at you. And at the end of your turn, he will use one of his legendary actions, which I have not used yet because I've had no reason to, because nobody was beyond that wall of force. Uh, and he is going to cast on you, Gius. Okay, what does that mean? He's going to put a magical command on you, and if you don't follow it, it hurts a lot. Wow. A lot, a lot. Do I? Do I have a? Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> I mean, you just asked me what it does, so I'm just telling you what it does. No, okay, no, Aka, like, you get I no save. save. He's that powerful. You get oh. no save. Uh, go ahead and. Make make your um, sorry wisdom, wisdom save. Okay, that's gonna be a fourteen. As you land and you get ready to draw your bow, you hear in your mind. Never fire your arrows at me again. And then he's going to turn back to leave. 
work? I... You feel this pull at you telling you to put your bow down, to not fire at him. I mean, that's the end of my turn. Yeah. Literally no, I know. Just just next turn, like, you're, you cannot fire your bow at him. If you can, you can. Wait, no, 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 no. He, he said, he said never. Yeah. You, you right. can never fire your bow at him. Uh, real quick. Um, I do have, I do have a, a bonus action. Is he within 90 feet of me? He's within 90 feet, yeah. Okay, I'm going to cast Hunter Mar Hunter's Mark on him and go... You say that now, <laughs> but I'm gonna kill you. Not with your bow. <laughs> I have talons. But and with that, like I say, he's turning, and it is the next person's go, which is good old Venalax. Venalax, your friend, look oddly just like the dragon you saw in the dream. That was him, 100% to the T, flying in the air. You see Akka take off. She lands up there, and you see her point her bow, and then you see this hesitation in her hands. You see Jace drop one of these dwarven warriors. You're st and what are you doing? As All of you are making my job very, very hard. <laughs> uh, all right. Here's what I got to do. Um, I need to see... It's not time for that yet. I am going to use my last first level spell on a healing word on that dwarf that Jace just dropped. Hopefully it works for six points of healing. Right, well. Um, as I run by and leap beside Flor using my bonus action to oh shit wait a minute healing word is well bar uh, Clar is up in the air right that's where I'm I'm, I'm about to mm. go um I think both of my flights say I need a bonus action don't they would you allow me to do something it's not a spell but both of my types of flight which are gym flight and steps of night require a bonus action. Would you allow me to use my action? To as do one as a rule of steps? cool, I will allow you to do it. So I will. You'll see those amethyst gems fly out into the shapes of wings, and I will fly up to. Uh, I will get try to position myself in the air to where I have Clara the dragon in my thirty foot sanctuary or at least partially in the 30 foot sanctuary as well as some of these dwarves that are approaching jace mm -hmm. um and if i can do that that will be the end of my turn and i know that i'm probably about to eat a fuck ton of damage from clark but i gotta do what i gotta do the dwarf that you healed sits up and he looks around confused the other two dwarves are still moving forward it is in your best interest to stay laying down. He looks around. That will be my turn. What the hell's going on? Get <laughs> up and lay down. Imagine, imagine you know, being lost in like, your mind, and then all of a sudden you sit up all fucked up. You see a dragon in the air. You see uh, bird people. You, you see all this chaos. What the fuck? 
Did I just wake up there? I know it's a lot. Just play dead for the moment. <laughs> and the other two move up. Um, I would say they are... Abdiel, you had charged... Yes, yeah, so they would actually be able to reach you this turn. And they're going to swing at you, Abdiel, okay. both of them. Okay. All right. Let's see here. Actually, wait. At the end of Vernalax's turn, our Mind Flare friend is going to use another legendary action. And he is going to have a... Because he can do different things. You see him vanish, Akka, right before you. Just fading out. Bit. <laughs> you, no, you hear her say, she's like, you cowardly son of a God bless you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You all hear Akka yell out in anger, too. Um, but the other two, as they come up, are like, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the first one misses you, Abdiel. Surprise, surprise. And the second one, natural 18. 19, 20, 21. So that is not going to be a hit because you have a 22, yes? No, you have a 20? Have a 20 okay. Right now. So that then it does hit. And he is using two hands with that. So it will be a 1d8. So it'll be five, six points of damage, Abdiel, as he stabs you with a spear. And the, that's the dwarf's yeah, turn? Yeah, and at the end of that, it's the dwarf's turns are over, and it's Abdiel's go. Before Abdiel goes, if this is a charm effect on the dwarves, and they are in my Twilight Sanctuary, which is where I was trying to position myself, mm -hmm. it, they are no longer affected by it. And all of a sudden, as they're stabbing you, they... They stop and they're, they're confused, Abdiel, looking around like, what? One of them with the spear still in you, looking at you like, uh, I, I, uh, and he like lets go of the spear as it's still stuck in you. <laughs> and he like backs away. What do you do, Abdiel? Um, I smack him. <laughs> you backhand him or are you? <laughs> no, I hit him with my sword. Dude. Uh, does a yes. 23 Jesus hit. Jesus Christ. God. You... You... He takes 14 points. And he goes down. Oh, my God! Wait, I choose for... Okay, all right. Oh, <laughs> you, you, does, you see Abdiel... You guys, you see as, as this guy stabs Abdiel, and he, like, realizes as, he, as the magic seeps into his mind, releasing him from the Mind Flayer's hold, and he lets go of the spear. Spear's still stuck in Abdiel. Abdiel black eyes just anger across his face just takes his the side of the blade and just clocks him upside the head one solid blow and the guy just crumples to the ground unconscious does Aka, yes. does Aka see this well um you would be focused on screaming at the mind flare who just okay. disappeared okay no that's fine that's fine it's a good thing too because she would have been she'll shoot Abdiel because <laughs> she told him not to do it and with that, it's fine. Abdiel, are you doing anything else or are you done? All right. Lar, it is your go. Oh, wait. Are there more of them near me? There's one other one near you, yes. There's a second one. Okay, I'm, I'm going to roll to hit him, too. <laughs> Dude, they're... 
Oh, it's almost a natural 20. It's very close. A uh, 16 to hit. 16 to hit? Oh, that hits. He will take and 18 he... points of damage. Lethal or non-lethal? He's unconscious. <laughs> As both of them go down unconscious. He just knocks them out, makes sure for good measure that they can't hurt anyone. Klar, you see in front of you a flying, this little wannabe dragon. (laughs) You see Jace hiding in the tunnel below. You feel this urge to attack them, but... I will say, I do believe at the start of your turn, you do get a chance to resist it. Roll another wisdom save throw? Yes. Okay. Oh my god. That's a natural two on the die. Would your Twilight Sanctuary warrant uh, an advantage at all? Well, does it it at the end of the turn? It doesn't. I'm I'm just going to end it at the end of his turn. The thing is, is I'm going to have to eat any bit of damage because I'm right there in front of him. What are you going to do, Clara? You see Akka there chasing after your friend. You see Vrenlax flying in front of you. You see Abdiel knocking your friends out. Jace took care of one of your friends moments ago and is hiding in the tunnel. What is Klar in his dragon mighty form going to do? And yeah. Um, what? You're like, I don't want to hurt yeah, them. I mean, I don't want to. I guess I should roll to see if I get my breath weapon back because that would make a difference about what I do, I think. Yep. Oh. I did. Got it. Got that breath weapon back. Oh. So, is there a way? How many of them could I hit in a 30 foot cone? You could hit. You could probably move and position, you know, fly around in position to hit Akka and Vernalax. Or you could hit uh, Jace and Abdiel. I think I gotta go Jason Abdiel. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, you know, wheel around, um, and, uh, use my cold breath so they have to make a DC 14 constitution saving throw. You want constitution yeah. and, and because I don't want to be super evil to you, I can roll the damage if you prefer. Okay. So that way the damage comes from me, yeah. not you. That actually sounds good. I mi- oh, I missed no. it by one. Twenty-one. Good. I missed it. Yeah, so that's gonna be one. five d eight uh, cold damage on a failed save, or half on a successful save. Twenty-one if you failed. Ten if you succeeded. I take twenty-one points of damage. I lose ten of my temporary hit points. <laughs> Sorry, guys. As you, as this breath just engulfs you, Abdiel, it is freezing. You've never been this cold in your entire life. As this, as it almost seems to give you frostbite on your skin. Yep. Jace, lucky for you, you have some temporary hit points that seem to deflect, as Vernalax magic seems to block it from doing much damage to you. 
In the anything else, Clar? Um, no, I think that's it. All right, and with that, Renlock's at the end of the turn. What are you doing for him? At the end of his turn, the charm effect is ended. All of a sudden, the magic that is on you, Clar, mm -hmm. seems to ripple away, and you realize what you just did. Ah. That sucks. Um, can I? Can I commune? <laughs> and as a dragon, can I speak in common to? Uh, yes, um, you can still speak. You can still okay. talk. But I will say this: remember, one of the dwarves is awake and doesn't necessarily know it's you. Mm. Um. The other two dwarves are knocked out at this moment. Okay. With that, at the end of your turn, the chamber goes silent, and the dwarves that were paralyzed seem to snap out of it as well. The ones that were up there, the miners, they stop, and they all start looking at each other. And the Anaka, you can see them. They're looking at each other. They're confused. And looking at the Anaka, they, their eyes are sunken in. They look malnourished. They're there. They just look completely decimated. Like somebody just worked them damn near nonstop. Yeah. The yeah. yeah. And they're just, they all kind of just drop their hammers and just look like they're trying to catch their breath as they're confused. And they look over at you and they kind of like get scared and lean against the wall. Not sure why one of your kind is down in here. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh God. Uh, and are we still in this shit? No, the mind flare has fled. Okay. And even if you, and even as you guys chase down the hall, you realize that it comes into this empty chamber, mm -hmm. and you see some strange runes that were inscribed on the ground that looked like they've been burnt out, and it looks like it was some type of escape that he had in case he needed to. I, Which is probably good because you guys are all worn out, and he was yeah. full on ready to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think Aka, um, you know, she puts her her wings up, and like, tells uh, the dwarves that are near her, um, in common that like, she's here to help. Um, but then she comes back and speaks in Draconic because Aka speaks Draconic. Um, to Clar and um, kind of sheepishly goes I, I tried and I'm sorry that your friend got hurt but uh, I think that we scared the nasty tentacle face away for at least a little bit I I thank you for trying I, uh, I do think we scared that Illithid away, but I'm worried what it, uh, what they'll, what havoc they'll wreak in the future. He's clearly very strong. I'm disappointed in myself for fallen, fallen to his tricks. You're fine. He told me that I wasn't allowed to, to shoot him, and that was sucky. To be fair, it seems a highly effective strategic choice when dealing with uh, someone of your skill. Maybe. <laughs> and she, like, kind of puffs up her, her feathers a little bit, and she shouts down to everybody, because she's still 90 feet uh, mm -hmm. above everybody. 
Um, I think I'm looking at you in the mm. eye. Because you're that big, right? Like, uh, like, I am a large creature, so... Like, that's he's, like, a, he's an adult. He's like an adult dragon almost. No, I don't really think you're an adult dragon. I think you're, you're not a wormling. You're like the next mm -hmm. size up. What is like a young dragon? What is large? Is like, uh, like the size of a rhinoceros, Tinder's like an elephant, old, yeah. like in that area. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, but if you're, but if you're mm -hmm. flying, though, you have the wingspan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think. After she has the conversation with Clar and Draconic, she looks down and goes, "Guys, I think we gotta save yeah, these people." Yeah, I think once I know the fight's over too, I I will uh, uh, try and fly somewhere where I can change out of my dragon form without. Any I will say on the top level, you guys. I will say on the top level, you both noticed that the four dwarves up there have passed out. Almost instantly, they're unconscious. And Akka, as you kind of look over and Clara's landing, you see a couple rocks where they were hitting kind of mm -hmm. fall away. Mm -hmm. And it looks like there's a chamber beyond, and there's this bright blue glow coming from inside the chamber. Can I do a perception check or something? If you, yeah, you, you, you walk up and you look in, give me a perception check. be a nine <laughs> even with that nine you can see pretty clearly um, as you can also hear a lot of water flowing you see this large massive blue crystal I'm talking about this crystal is about the size actually probably larger than Abdiel floating in this chamber and, oh my God. and coming from it is this endless mount of water just flowing out flowing and it looks like it's going off into a tunnel down deeper into the mountains and it's just floating there this massive crystal inside this chamber okay. i mean i akka is so tired of being in the underdark that she just sort of like looks at clar and says in draconic again like there's this weird blue gem thing with water or you know that does this matter to you? you? You know, you know that that's what you were yeah. stop them from taking. Uh, that that gem, I I I don't think uh, I think only Vernalax and I have talked about it, right? Uh, in the dream. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just going to, I guess I'll just say then like, Aka. That that crystal it it must remain here and never be spoken of again you got it guy and she flies down um and says gather your friends everybody exit the tunnel and i'm going to explode this tunnel so nobody comes in here ever again everybody move now do it we need to make sure it's no a little problem. bit more no thorough problem, than that you said the creature vanished out of here yes, somehow he's gone can i we don't know if he can come back in yeah can we can we do some sort of i'll just say it in character vernalax you're right um do you know anything about these runes can we can we observe them and and see if we can 
see if we can find any information about where that portal led to and make sure that it can't be used again. It's a good question, Dungeon Master. Can we, yeah. <laughs> what kind of you, check would that be to see what maybe where this thing went to? Uh, it would be an Arcana check. Anybody who has art skills and Arcana knowledge. Uh, Aka, I don't know if you have that as a skill, but you could use it as well because of your training at the Arcanium. Yeah, I, I, have, I am not trained in Arcana. I have... I don't have any proficiency, but I do have a plus one to Arcana. Clara actually has a plus six. So if nobody else, yeah, if you, nobody else does, I will. Now that, now that, you, now that you're in a dwarf forge, you can move down there and inspect it as well. Okay. Yeah. If I can assist Clara. Yeah, you guys can all assist. I mean, I mean, you guys can all be back there helping them look at it, and I would give Clara uh, advantage on that roll. Yeah. I'll... All right. I'll make the roll. And guidance. So I I roll with advantage <laughs> and I get a plus D four. Mm -hmm. uh, 12 plus 3 is 15 plus 6 is 21 you can see that the way this these runes were crafted on this portal it was not designed to be used as a way to get back in it was a last it was it was probably his way of once he got the gym he could leave mm -hmm. or a last ditch if things went like they did for him to flee um it doesn't look like he had enough time to really put in here uh, a back and forth route this is not like a like a like a teleportation circle that you can use to get back in okay you're, you're fairly certain that this was a one way but you could always collapse this tunnel as well back into the other chamber mm. if you want. Is there, is there any indication of where these runes led? Or could we, could we maybe copy down the runes and do some research to see if we could find... Because when the runes were spent, mm. they're not all there and they're not all readable. Okay. Um, so it, it is really hard you are able to get enough to understand that it was a type of teleportation magic that he used, but not enough to know where it took him. Copy. Okay. Yeah. Very well. Let's, let's collapse this tunnel if we can as, as well. Do you have enough explosive arrows for that, Aka? Do I? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And as you guys gather the exhausted dwarves and begin to close these tunnels as safely as possible with Clar's knowledge as well as the miners, you guys are able to do it without causing the cave in on yourselves. You guys begin making your way back to the little R&R &R chamber and as you guys get in there and the dwarves collapse amongst the other ones that are all starting to wake up, one of them, their eyes glow purple. They sit up, and you hear that voice come from his mouth. This is not over. You will all die for this. Shut up. <laughs> and then you see the guy, and this is one of the miners. His face begins to sink in as it looks like the energy is being pulled from him, and he crumples into a husk on the floor. And this 
is where we will end tonight. Nice. Gosh. <laughs> hey, travelers, I am Morgan, your master of games, and I just want to say thank you for listening to our adventure. We really hope you enjoyed this episode and will return for more. Join us every other week on our new schedule to see what happens next with our heroes of Oxus. If you love the stories we are creating, please give us a follow and likes wherever you listen to us online to help other wandering adventurers find us as well. Or you can just share our link with your fellow dice throwing friends. Remember, whether it's at the table or in life, never stop rolling. Thanks again, and I hope you all have a great day.